0: Vision with Mark Taylor podcast, inspirational words from the Holy Scriptures. Now here's your host, Pastor Mark Taylor. Hello, I'm Mark Taylor, greeting in the name of Jesus. And we're gonna do a teaching today on true worship. True worship, how to worship God, how to truly worship God, you know, because some people, I believe that some people is worshiping God, not really in the wrong way, but um, in but people is is not worshiping God. Really, don't know how to um, worship God. Well, as we get into the lesson, you will see what I'm talking about. But first, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Lord, thank you Lord for um, this word Lord. Lord, I just ask the Lord, that you just let the word fall on good ground in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, let the hearers hear and the listeners listen to the word as it is spoken. In Jesus' name, let everybody say amen and amen. We're going to go to St. John, St. John 4 and 19, and this is the woman of Samaria. Um, well, the story goes that Jesus met this woman at a well in Samaria and he and, and i'm not going, going to go into the story but you know the story you know he he began to bless her and um in the 19th verse it says the woman saith unto him sir i perceive that thou art a prophet see the lord answered her need and that's why she said i perceive I, I that thou art a prophet our fathers worship, now this is the lady, or this is the woman. Our fathers worship in the mountain, and ye say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, thou hour cometh, when ye shall shall neither in the mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye know not what in other words you don't know in other words he was sending the lady you don't know how to worship god you don't know how to worship god and and this was a lady in samaria and samaria was a gentile nation and she thought that she was worshiping god but jesus began to tell her that you don't even know how to worship god and he began to say ye know not what and we which is the jews know what we worship for salvation is of the jews at that time it was in the old testament then jesus began to tell her but our coming and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father searches such to worship him god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, okay? And, and the lesson is true worship, okay? Jesus was, I'm telling them, for the Father, but our cometh, and now is, that the true worship shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. See, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. He began to tell, the lady that, that God is a spirit. And they that worship them must worship Him in spirit and in truth. You know? In other words, you can't worship God in, in the natural. That's what he was saying. You have to worship Him in the spirit. You have to be in the spirit to worship God. For God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. In the spirit and in truth. Not a lie. And this is what I was saying. This is true worship. Worshipping the Father in spirit and in truth. In other words, not worshiping God in the flesh or a lie. When you worship God, you have to get into a, a place where you can worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, um, let's go to um, Psalms 29. Psalm twenty-nine, one and two: Give unto the Lord, okay, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. In other words, he, was, David, was telling him to give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. And this give is not money. <laughs> this give is given unto the Lord. Give unto the Lord because. In the Bible, people think that just because um, um, the word "give" is there, is to give money. But this is giving unto the Lord. David is saying, "Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the to the Lord glory and strength." In other words, give unto the Lord glory and strength and praise and worship. In other words, and verse two says, "Give unto the Lord glory, glory due unto His name. Worship the Lord." In the beauty of holiness. Amen. Worship the Lord. See? Worship the Lord to worship is worshiping the Lord in beauty and holiness. And what did John say? Worship the Lord in beauty and holiness and worship the Lord in spirit and truth. You see that? So um we are to worship the Lord in beauty, in the bootiness of holiness. See? See, in the beauty of holiness. See what I'm saying? In other words, in order to worship the Lord in holiness, you have to be holy, right? (laughs) Right? So you have to be holy. So in other words, you have to be saved. You have to be born again. Okay? Amen? Um, And in order to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, you have to worship him in spirit. You have to be in the spirit. And you have to worship the Lord in truth and not a lie. Right? So, in other words, you have to be saved. And you're going to see what I'm saying as I go on. Okay? Go to First Chronicles 16, 29. 16, 29. Praise God. i turn right to it. <laughs> Give unto the Lord the glory due on, unto his, his name. Uh, and look at, it says, bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Okay? And you know what the Lord told me when I was reading it? It says, bring an offering. Now, people think that, that, that money has to be an offering. That's what people teach because they want money from you. Now, in the scripture, it says anything can be an offering. Just bring an offering. It, said. it didn't say money or anything. You could come to the Lord. Well, it was talking about money in all cases, but not just money. Okay? You can give your heart to the Lord. Your heart. Um, you can give your time to the Lord by coming to church. That's an offering unto the Lord. You can worship the Lord and bring, and bring in the a holiness, right? And you can worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, right? It doesn't, it doesn't always have to be money. People just say that it has to be money because they want money. They're only looking for money, and they're looking for that tithe to come in. And in one of these um, um, messages, I'm, I'm going to speak about the tithe, and you don't want to miss that one, but we want to speak about it now. But you can get the Lord your tithe. When you come to church, you could bring your money. You can bring your tithe. But if you don't have tithes, the tithe should be only between you and God, not anybody else, right? The tithe is between you and God. Your giving is between you and God, not the pastor, not anybody else. So if anybody tell you that your tithe is for the pastor, because it's some people that's giving their pastor the tithe, their tithe. Oh, Lord. Ooh, ooh. And I find that those churches is the churches that usually close down the pastors because they're God's money. And God told them, you know, um, in Malachi, when well, a man rob God? And we know it is that the pastor is robbing God if he takes your tithe. yeah <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, your tithes, well, in the Old Testament, the Old Testament was the ties God wanted the Jews to obey him, okay? And it says in Deuteronomy, God wanted the, two, the Jews to obey him and not to be, and he didn't want them to be like the other nations. Now, this was only for the Jews at the time. And God wanted the Jews to be separate from God. So he told the Jews to separate themselves and pay their tithe. Now, the tithe can be not just 10%, not just 10%, but anything. 10% or, or anything you can give them. Anything that you can give. Because it's a give, right? Give and it shall be given unto you in, in the New Testament. Good measure pressed on taken together and run over which men give unto their bosom. For the same measure that, that you meet with all, it shall be measured unto you again and again and again. And that's Matthew seven, okay, and sixteen. Okay. Okay, the message was to, to worship. And you could also worship God in your giving. As I spoke about giving, you can worship God in your giving. And um, go to Hebrews 4 and 16. Hebrews 4 and 16. Okay, it says, um, Paul is telling his readers to let us therefore come unto, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to heaven in the time of need. He said, Let us come boldly unto. This. Now we can come boldly unto the throne of grace because Jesus Christ has made it so that we can come boldly unto the throne of grace. We don't have to come in sorrow anymore. Um, we don't have to come in crying anymore. But we can come boldly because of what Jesus Christ's finished work has did for us. We, we can come boldly and give, um, come boldly before the throne of grace that, that we might obtain mercy. Find grace to help in the time of need. Now we can come boldly and give. We can come boldly and present our offering when we come to, to church, to the Lord boldly because of Christ's finished work. Now we can come boldly. In the Old Testament, they, they had to cry and worship, but now we can come boldly because of what Jesus Christ has done for, for us and his finished work. When, when you come to church, okay, when you come to church, I want to say, when you come to church, bring your giving. It can be anything now. Um, you could read it in Paul said in Colossians, um, the ninth chapter, that you could bring anything to the Lord. Anything. And you could read that second Christmas nine. Paul said that you could bring anything um, to the Lord. I'm just summing it up. But, um, but you could guess. You can worship God in your giving. You can worship God in your time. It doesn't have to be an offering of money. You know, ain't that wonderful? But if you don't have money, you can, you can come and worship God in your time now. Now that what Jesus Christ did for us, he didn't exclude the money. He just broadened it. You understand know what I'm saying? In the old testament it was even it was like that too. But pastors only mention money because that's all they want is money. In the old testament they was given their time, right? They were given their money, they was given everything. But pastors only mention money, money because they they just want your money. But God wants your heart. before your money, right? <laughs> because of what Jesus Christ did for us, even in the Old Testament, God wants your heart first, right? You know, God, God wants your time first, right? God do not want your money. God got all the money, right? What God needs your money for. So when you come to church, just worship him. If If you don't have any money, just worshiping with your time, and just be satisfied with that. Be satisfied with worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Be satisfied with worshiping God in spirit, I um, in the beauty of all holiness, and just can, and continue on worshiping God. And one thing else I wanna say, that praise is different than worship. Praise is praising God. Worship is different from the heart. Praise is just praising God. Praise God. Praise. I I praise you, God, but worship is from the heart, and that's what true worship is. True worship is from your heart. True worship is worshiping God in spirit and in truth. True worship is worshiping God in the beauty of all holiness. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So just remember that. Amen. When you go to church. Amen. God bless. You are listening to The Vision with Mark Taylor podcast. Inspirational words from the Holy Scriptures. Tune in next week for a new episode.